0: I V M. Have you ever felt irritated with the airline baggage restrictions while traveling? Yes, me too. Just to think of it, what will happen if everyone on your flight is allowed unlimited check-in baggage? Imagine each person walking in with an additional 50-70 kgs with them. All you know that your flight may never take off. Now the question is, Is this analogy applicable to your emotional baggage too? Welcome to Absolutely Right, a podcast where we celebrate and decode minds of some outstanding achievers and simplify their secrets and hacks for you to implement in your life. I'm your host, Aditi Surana. I'm a graphologist and a high-performance coach. In today's short Friday episode, let's talk about what is emotional baggage. If we all know that it is exhausting, why do we carry it around? And five ways to unload your emotional baggage. If you're new here, let me fill you in. Absolutely right, Friday episodes are designed to create an actionable change. With every Friday episode, we create a worksheet or as we call it, Friday fun sheet for you to commit to growth and take actions. This is a PDF document that you can download from my website, aditisurana.com podcast. This week, our listener, Mr. Saigal asked, emotions are so beautiful. They allow you to experience life to the fullest then when do they become baggage? How do you even know? Emotional baggage is an unresolved emotional turmoil caused by childhood trauma, abuse, or any traumatic experience. We can say they are the bitter memories or insecurities from the past that we carry over. What happens if you do not resolve the hurt, upset, or misery that you experience? You push it somewhere. So many times we just hold on to it for the longest time hoping that one day it will disappear on its own. As attending to it right now is extremely painful, we believe trying to forget about it will help you resolve it. Wait a minute. Will you do the same with your physical wound? Would you just cover it up for days, weeks or even months? Only because it hurts to get it treated right now? Obviously not. You know that it will turn poisonous. Emotional baggage that is weighing you down in the moment is actually a collection of your unprocessed, unattended, unresolved emotional wounds. I remember my first real trek from Darjeeling to a small town on the India-Nepal border called Sandakphu. For seven days, we were to walk through different, really breathtaking terrains between the valleys and the mountains. Though the organisers called it moderate, for me, the trek was really, really tough. Walking wasn't the problem. But carrying my heavy backpack was the toughest part of this. My encouraging friends tried everything they could. Taught me different breathing techniques, tried distracting me with their entertaining banter. A friend even tried carrying my bag for a bit. But no matter what they did, I was more and more exhausted as we climbed the mountain. I couldn't believe that I had to go through this horror for a week now. All my natural love for nature, adventurous explorer attitude, had left me by the afternoon. Somehow, I managed to reach the first camp that night. Hated it. But that night, what I did with my trekking baggage is what you require to do with your emotional baggage. Before I go ahead and talk about five ways to unload the baggage, let me ask you this question. You know that this baggage is exhausting you. Why are you still carrying it around? Because knowingly or unknowingly, this baggage, this whole painful story is part of your larger story, a story that you narrate to yourself or you will narrate to anybody you know in the future. This is a script of the movie that you are acting in. Remember Shole? If Inspector Thakur or Thakur Saab would have forgiven Gabbar for killing his family or resolved his emotional baggage for losing his hands, then nobody would have watched that boring movie. We wouldn't have ever met Jayaviru or even Basanti. Let's accept. At some level, our emotional baggage is serving us, helping us justify our choices, pain, anger, guilt, even our mistakes. That one insult is enough for your months of anger with your friend. That one disappointment is fueling your distant behavior with your brother for weeks now. But my friend, no matter how you received it or who handed you this burning coal, if you are holding it in your hand, it will burn you. Your emotional baggage will weigh you down. It will trap you. So like your Diwali ki Safai, you might be avoiding it. But now is the time. Time to look at all the unnecessary things and choose. Let's look at five ways to unload your baggage. I have picked five questions from the list of questions that you asked me on the Instagram this week. And I'm going to weave those questions in my five responses here. Point number one. Can you ask, what do you do when you can't stop thinking about that one memory? Some traumatic, painful emotions take time to play out fully. At times, the hurt is so deep that you cannot easily come to terms with it. In this case, use journaling. Use handwriting to physically write down your live, unattended, unsettled feelings on the paper. You might want to blame, abuse, crib, cry, bitch. Do all that you require to do in that writing session. Here is a trick. Pick one issue that ails you the most. That one memory that paralyzes you and set a timer for say 20 to 30 minutes and go as intense as you feel like. Break all hell loose. Just say everything that you have to say and repeat this exercise four to five times that week. In my experience, after doing it for three times, most people run out of steam. Point number two, Nikita wrote, my baggage has memories where I wasn't wrong, but still had to pay the price in spite of that. In that case, even if you were wronged according to you, Can you go back and change it? Even if that person or someone else comes and apologizes for the damage done, will it change your current situation? It will massage your ego, I'm sure. But what is beyond that? Are you saying that you're letting your mind and body suffer only because that one person is refusing to say sorry? When we get messed up in our emotions, we all lack objectivity and we can't see things from a neutral or a calmer perspective. To help you deal with this, every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. IST, I go live on my Instagram handle and do a handwriting-based calming meditation called Kama Sutra, a simple Zen doodle-like handwriting movement that helps you start your week on a calmer note. It takes just 12 minutes, but it is fascinating how effective it is. So give it a shot. All the details are mentioned on the website link aditisurana.com slash C-A-L-M-S-U-T-R-A. Point number three, Shashang feels his emotional baggage allows him to not repeat the mistakes. He won't fall into the same ditch again. To that, I would say, can you separate your lessons learned from the drama? In order to remember your driving lessons, you don't have to remind yourself of that terrible accident over and over again. Your focus is on the results. Now, when you get paralyzed by your emotional journeys and memories, your lessons come with more baggage. Reliving the past only keeps you suffering in the moment. I've seen people who stop trusting anyone because one person cheated them. That is not helpful. Point number four. Archana shared that she can't stop feeling guilty about letting someone down. This is a tough one. When we feel guilty, we stand against us. We can fight other people's judgments with rational thinking, but we cannot use the same logic to fight ourselves. My question to you is, if you have hurt someone or broken their trust, what can you do now? What can you do to make up for the damage done? Can you apologize for your part of damage? And no matter how tough it is, can you forgive yourself? Point number five. Akanksha asked, what if I'm fighting my childhood baggage? How do I deal with that? Let me bring in my trekking backpack story here. That night, I murray condored my bag. Have you heard of this internationally renowned organizing expert called Marie Kondo? If you haven't, check out her Netflix show Tidying Up. She asks you to discard everything that does not spark joy and never discard anything without saying thank you or goodbye to it. I did exactly that. I looked at three diaries, two books and so many other unnecessary things that I was carrying in my bag and literally looked at them and made a choice. Kept whatever I needed and gave away the others. I looked at each item and sorted it out. Marie says choosing things that are helpful for the person that you're becoming is essential, not the person you were in the past. I feel the same lesson is applicable to your childhood trauma, prolonged abuse, or even your post-traumatic stress. Do whatever it takes and sort it out. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Absolutely Right. I hope this episode helps you relook at your baggage and emotionally travel light maybe. Please review, comment and share this podcast with anybody who can get benefited by this conversation. Also send your questions that I can incorporate in the next episode on my Instagram handle at Aditi Surana. If you like this podcast, then don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or IVMPodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Let's connect on Wednesday. Till then, happy writing.
1: I hope you enjoyed that show. If you aren't following us on social media, please do. We're IVM podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Want to wish you all a happy Diwali. Hope you had a great festive season. It's been a great week in terms of the kinds of guests we've had and the kind of conversations we've had on the network this week. Do definitely check some of these things out. On This Rounds on Me with Gauri Devideal, she had a great conversation with Gauri Madhura, who's one of the best-known chefs in the world. It was just absolutely riveting. Do check that out. On States of Anarchy, Hansini Harirun spoke about chronicling India's different wars. Again, really interesting episode. Check that out. Ashton had a very interesting episode on his show, The Habit Coach. It was called I Don't Feel Like Doing Anything. It's about how to overcome malaise just generally, and I thought really, really interesting stuff. Kumi Veyana was the guest on Cyrus Says on Monday's episode last week and uh, she's an educator and my god it was such a fascinating conversation talking about the way education functions in India and some of the changes she'd like to see just really really interesting stuff Do give that a listen. On Uncle Please Sit, Anupam Manoor was there with Joel and Tushar talking about the Indian economy part one of a two part series the second part will be out this week you should definitely check that out. Lastly I want to talk to you all about the Filter Coffee podcast. Karthik Nagarajan who hosts that show is a little bit of break he's back with a banger of an episode it is with himura maya who used to run landmark stores and they talk about the culture of bookstores and quizzing and all kinds of stuff really interesting conversation do check that out and with that i hope to see you again next week Beta, did you know 79% of all scientists in Nasa are Indian only? Look, India, the tax is middle class. Everyone is just enjoying free, man. Today's youngsters are only interested in partying and enjoying. They not you can enjoy life like anything. I will tell you what this country needs. This country needs 15 years of dictatorship. That is the only, the only way to become a superpower. See the Chinese. How much they have progressed? now you saw WhatsApp forward. देखा? So, what's common between all of these statements? They're all absolutely rubbish. Fake WhatsApp forwards that spread like wildfire. And statements that defy any logic. We are here to debunk them all. Way of family WhatsApp groups worst nightmare. Where what happens when you read a book? Basically, we are just a bunch of guys who want to cut through the bullshit of everyone saying this, how it won't be true. So that the next time someone confidently squeezes out some WhatsApp or Twitter BS, you can look them dead in the eye and go, uncle. Please sit. So join me, Joel. And me, Tushar. Every Mondays for a fresh new
0: episode of Uncle, Please Sit.